Welcome back to another episode of the Week in DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Karostrad, always with my co-host, Hotmar. I'm Hotmar. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> and AJ. Buongiorno. And if you're not familiar with us, we go to each and every podcast services of your choice. Talking about nerdy stuff, comics, games, and movies, and everything in between uh, of our choice. And uh, we, we celebrate... Um, this is episode three twenty two. Jang, what's the what's the occasion? We 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 have a little special surprise. We got a couple of occasions to celebrate, but I said if we got a panel at Comic Con, I would bust out the blue label. And the bougie. We got the blue label. I wanted the big bottle, but they sold out of it. Cheers, boys. Oh, he's he's not ready. I'm not ready. He's not ready. I don't. I feel like. For the people, like, just even the smell of it, it doesn't like usually like smell of like really. It burns whiskey. already. Yeah, no, this is... Oh, God. No, 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 Oh, God. No, 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 no. So for those that j- are just listening, we're going to drink some Johnny Ooh, Walker. Somebody. Hey, Big Boss Steve, what's up? He's from, he, he's, from my chat. He follows you. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Damn, Packs. the whole thing. What? You're not driving me or something? <laughs> oh, it does have burn, but it's not like... <clears throat> no, that's smooth. Compared to other ones, it is way smoother. Is way, usually the other ones are like yeah. <laughs> it has a black licorice aftertaste. A little bit. I don't like that. Very good. good. Cheers. Also, let's cheers. Happy birthday, sir. Mm. Yeah. So we have. Yeah, oh. birthday boy over here. What, what you got over here? Oh shit! Oh, let me go. Get, let me go. <laughs> you didn't have it ready? How dare you, dude? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Lorcana. So is yours already already gonna be? <laughs> I can tell you, it's Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I have this game. I'm worried because they I I chose for them to give me a gift receipt. Did not give me a gift receipt. So if you need to return it, let me know. If it's Pikmin, I already I already have it. Oh god, it's a fucking tough, dude. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it's not that bad. It's uh, not that bad, but uh, like, I, I'm not used to that burn at all. Ooh, I don't have. Oh shit, this is cool. Yeah, I was gonna. I'm glad. So, like at PAX, I Ooh. plan on buying a lot of it's tunic, physical copy. Yeah, just I destroy the game. <laughs> I, I plan on buying a lot of games. Like you know how John was with the board games. That's gonna be me. With I know you're game. really into like indie games, and I tried to find one. I was hoping to God he I didn't get. This I don't game have yet. it. Yeah, have you, and yeah, I feel like in the it's indie like, game vein, it looks kind of like Zelda. Like yeah. The back. No, you'll you're gonna. I you think you really can keep it. that closed and just buy a regular version. Mm. No burn. <laughs> no burn. You definitely w- won't burn if you go here. Lorcana. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Hadiz. Hide these <laughs> nuts in your mouth. I got the uh, uh, Comic-Con. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. And framed. Who's the artist? I'll have to pull them up. They do a lot of really crazy... I think you've seen them before. They're always at conventions. They usually do the Pokemon thing where it's like a bajillion squirtles. Oh, yeah. And then they also yeah. did, I think, Dragon Ball Z... Uh, Naruto. N- no, no, no. That's the other one. This oh. one is the one where it's like oh, all yeah, the Gengars somewhere, oh, all the squirrels okay, okay. somewhere. But they recently did this Hades. This was one of their newer pieces. This is cool. And I was like, holy shit. Still, I still play the game. Yeah. So in the vein of... Indie- I, I plan on uh, moving out soon. Well, not soon, but like in a couple months. So. Do you have a new poster to put up? There you go. And Big Boss says happy birthday. Thank so. you. Cheers, sir. Cheers Happy birthday. Non-burning Cheers. alcohol. <laughs> I mean, it's still... And more things <laughs> to celebrate soon. We got packs coming I up. I kind of want Your birthday coming up. Go for it. Huh? Your, your birthday coming what? up. Yours. A couple months. Two months. I hate that you guys are so close together. 
dude, it's not that bad, dude. I don't think it's that bad. All I can say is our parents like Thanksgiving a lot. So <laughs> I, I know that, like, that um, other ones can burn more, but yeah. it's just the fact that it has that, it like, has after, yeah, like, that's, the, that's true. you guys say it's smooth, but, like, you guys have a history of drinking it, like, the burning one, so I, I can't. I think it's more, it's definitely comparative, but it makes you appreciate when it doesn't do it as like, yeah. when I just take a shot of something, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh. but you're also always drinking fucking Coke yeah. and Jack. Mm. Built up a top. <laughs> it's not a problem. Getting ready for PAX. Yeah. Hot Marm. is going to be at PAX, guys. Get your booths signed. Anyway, uh, this is episode 322. <laughs> uh, we have a lot to celebrate. We're kicking things off on a good note. Wait a minute. We're doing a podcast? No. This is just uh, this is a live stream. Just chatting. Um, but yeah, uh, well, episode 322, we're going to be talking about, and like Big Boss is in our chat, I want to say this is on podcasting services, but you can find us on twitch.tv slash theweeklydlc or youtube.com slash at theweeklydlc uh, if you want video. But like Big Boss, you can be in the chat. You can hang out with us, chat about stuff, um, our topic that we'll be bringing up. Our topic, funny enough, is us getting prepped for packs, how we're going to get prepped, what we're looking forward to. What we're going to bring to the table this year, we've been uh, going to PAX for the last few years now. It's a wonderful time. It's a joy. And uh, maybe we could give a little bit of a briefer tips to folks that have never been before. We're kind of doing this one off the cuff, but it's all things PAX West 2022. So that'll be our topic today. So stick around for that. But before we get into the topic, I'm going to take another drink. I was feeling a little parched. Feel the burn. No burn. I don't feel any burn. It's good. It's so good. (laughs) I hate that black licorice aftertaste. I find that harder to swallow. They hate us because they ain't. (laughs) I I find that harder to swallow than the the burn. Okay, here's a question. Because you've had had just regular whiskey. You've had uh, Japanese whiskey. You've had this. Mead. And mead. How does... You prefer mead? Yeah. Okay. You're you're on the sweeter side. Yeah. That's cool. Much sweeter. Yeah. There is. You should be also, careful. Also, I can get drunk enough for like, it, there's no more burn anymore. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, there's that too. There is something to be cautious about. <laughs> not all mead are the same. Some are not as sweet. So, so when you ask for, so for mead? I know it's honey mead. Yes. Yes. You don't want barrel aged. Yeah. Don't well, get I mean, barrel aged. Bar- I'm willing to try it because I haven't tried it yet. If you ever get barrel aged, it's more, it's less sweet and more smoky. And it might give you reminders of this. As long as it doesn't have the... The it's black licorice aftertaste. It doesn't have a black licorice aftertaste. It has an aftertaste that is not sweet. I'm I mean, just saying. You try it for Discovery. I, I, I think it won't I have it. a sweet tooth, but like I can also handle bitter stuff. Except for black licorice. It's, it's more like this. So just be just a heads up on that. But meat is your... Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we get into the pack stuff, we're just going to go around the table, talk about what we've been up to this past week, catch up a bit. Vargas, what have you been up to? Uh, playing drinking bottles, of, like an entire <laughs> bottle of, of liquor. Uh, playing Baldur's Gate 3. Oh? Yeah, I'm playing it. So I'm right now I'm playing it slowly, but I think that means I'm probably going to stop playing it soon. Really? So, Is it yeah. because it's not fun? It's or? just like... I, I'm like the, the, you know, the 100 percenter type of guy, but I try to do it in one playthrough. <laughs> I, I know it's impossible <laughs> for this, but like I'm still trying to do as much as I can story-wise... So I'm I'm making sure like my journal entry near completed and I, I'm like doing all the stuff that I need to do before I do the main mission which moves me on to the next thing. Okay. And it there's so much, dude. 
There's so much. And I'm trying to woo over freaking Shadowheart. Ooh, like so Shadowheart, much. damn. So much. It's, it's all That's about this playthrough. The next playthrough is... There car- is going to be another playthrough. Car- car check, is there? Carlash. Carlash. It's funny because I know all these Baldur's Gate characters because Magic did a set that was with Baldur's Gate. Oh, I'm like, so hey, fun. that's that card I used in yeah. that one deck. So that's <laughs> it's like a reverse thing. But So how many hours have you put into it, if you don't want me to ask? Uh, I think it's 25. Okay. That's so solid. It's not like a large... Because I've already that's seen like some people prologue. that are like 35, 40, 45 hours. And I'm further out than some of those 45-hour players. Yeah. People go to every nook and cranny on these games. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. But I, I think... Up until like the thirty hour mark, I or the the twenty hour mark, I didn't realize holding alt would show me the oh the items, items like, your, like yeah yeah. So there's a lot of things where like there is a key somewhere where I had already passed this place. I came back to see if I missed anything. Sure enough, I missed a key, and the the name of the key is like the same name of the chest that I had already lockpicked uh, open. Ridiculous! Wasted a freaking toolkit to open that shit. How dare you? <laughs> I have a question. Game of the year? It's. I think I, it's up there. It's not for me. Like it's not my style of game. This or Tears of the Kingdom? I think if any game is going to give Tears of the Kingdom a run for its money, it'd be this game. I think the other contenders are what Final Fantasy 16. I think it's good polish for a Final Fantasy game. I don't think it's game of the year. RE4. I, I think RE4 is a good game. It's familiar. I don't think it does anything to be like on in in a this is and one of those years where there's just a lot of great stuff generally. Like if you look at it, what's up game Orchestra? Yeah, we're just uh we we were celebrating uh, last boss's you know birthday I gotta today. Do another refill. Like, you got you got to refill that bubble. This is for Game Overcast here. Should I finish it? Yeah, uh, we're bra- we broke out the blue bottle, <laughs> the I, blue label. Should I finish it? Doing a late night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna drink it straight out of here. Woo! <laughs> 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 Damn, Samus is like the Coke's right there if you need it. <laughs> I'm Samus okay. Like, I'm okay. I'll live through. Big Boss says, FF16 is a blast so far, and I'm almost 75% done with the story. Game Overcast says, happy birthday. Send me your routing number so I can wire you some money. Uh, yeah, can, Boss, can you put that in chat? 111 Social security. You should have some coke. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, we're just celebrating. We, we, had, we went to some Korean barbecue earlier, and now we're talking about Possible game of the years, Baldur's Gate. Go for it. Uh, Diablo Four came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Breath Fire. of the Wild came out. I mean, Star Wars. Diablo Four not going to win game of the year, right? But I'm just saying, if if you hey, took, if Overwatch won, fuck anything can win. If you took out De- uh, Legend of Zelda, I feel like other the games would have people would have looked at all these other games on a different level. They'd be like, oh, these are all possible. Diablo Four still wouldn't be on top. Okay. Vargas strongly against Zelda. <laughs> Call the monkey. <laughs> but uh, Zelda is a very, like, out of the games that we've talked about, like uh, Baldur's Gate and RE specifically, um, it's the most accessible to, like, a more variety of, of, of gamers or okay. players in, in general. So I th- I'm still... Street Fighter Six came out this year. More yeah. accessible. Mortal Kombat's going to come out. More Mortal accessible. Than, than Diablo 4? No, no. Uh... Uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is more accessible than all the Oh, games. oh. Yeah. Nah. Um, what we else all know we... what game of the year is going to be. Exactly. Can Cocoon. We... Uh... <laughs> it comes out this Pikmin next month? Pikmin 4 came out this year. 
I mean, it got. Sea no of Stars is coming out this year. Starfield is coming out oh, this yep. year. Can't forget about Starfield. I mean, I don't. I. I'm, just I'm say, hoping, I'm but just I don't saying, think. I think it's just the conversation around that game of the year space. You're gonna see niches that are like, this is the best this genre has been. We already saw it, so we're going to the Game Awards. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> 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 what is? It? Have you ever seen uh, that that rap podcast? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, drink, drink champs. Yeah. Like, I've seen clips. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if tickets are available, I, I, it's always a fun time. And, like, I feel like that's something the three of us just enjoy. Like, I don't know anyone else that I think enjoys it the way we do. So I'm like, it's just, it's a good time. Unless he shows Zelda DLC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Boss says, I understand how much people are enjoying Baldur's Gate, but for me, it's between Zelda and FF16 so far in terms of new games. FF16, again, I feel like it does a great job on the polish, on the cinematic. And but what, it doesn't and have a chance. <laughs> to quotes for for Colmar, no chance. But I think there's el- the things that these other games are doing that are pushing those genres that are doing something new. They're building on it. it. I don't think it's doing as much as it could. Like it, it's the same kind of tried and true formulas in some ways. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm speaking largely from what I've seen and what I've played personally. But we all know King of the Hearts is going to win. <laughs> no, but <laughs> with Final Fantasy 16, I Cheers I think us. I think FF7 remake really spoiled me with how the combat system. Yeah. And is the, I mean there's it's like a sliver like a tiny hint of that in this one and that's it. Like Yeah, I feel like they tried something different which was more hack and slash like less mm. more uh, turn-based or even the mixture that they were doing before with Fort uh, 15 mm-hmm. and I think they just lean harder on the story and this in just the cinematic polish and like being more Western well I mean like they already had like that system down for for FF seven remake seven no seven was was like you picked this attack you rotated right right but attacks. like i feel like this is literally x i know like that's why like i feel that ff7 you had an array of like moves and it mattered like if you you can kill them faster you can kill them slower and this one it's like no matter what i do it still takes the same amount to kill this guy and it's just repetitive like it's just mm. it's just really repetitive reminds me of but that i think three. Okay, I was gonna compare it in a different way to Diablo. I feel like that the, the gameplay to someone who's not like deep in it, yeah, comes off repetitive. For me, from an outsider perspective, I've definitely felt that with Diablo. But what it does, if you like that repetitiveness, it's satisfying. Mm. So I would say it's like depending on where you are with whether it hits for you. It's like it's either not going to jive and it's like it's a lot of it or it's going to jive and you're like it's a lot of it. And I like, like yeah. for the same reasons people like it, people hate it. <laughs> like it'll be divisive in that sense. And, and I with, agree with, with some of, a lot of Baldur Gate with, with Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. It's too much like freedom. No. Like the fact that I can put barrels in, in like a town and explode it and just wipe out the whole entire town. Like that's ridiculous. I think though what it does for that like oh, that Oppenheimer, goddamn, <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting there like goggles. Um, we're not going to talk too much about Oppenheimer, <laughs> but we are going to talk about Oppenheimer. Um, what it does with the genre of that RPG tactical tactic style D and D very much. I think it 
makes it where you're like, because divinity before was like, yeah, if it's raining and you do this, it'll have an effect. Yeah. It'll do something. Lightning. Yeah. Um, I feel like Baldur's Gate took that and just did it even more. They're like, you want to do this? You want to shove that person into this and then do that? Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> and I'm like, that is freedom. But in the same way that I feel like someone would be like, what Zelda is too open world now. Yeah. Like the way diehards of the older ones are. I think it's that same kind of like perspective shift. I just th- and I, you either are are a fan of it or you're you're like no give me the older stuff. Like it's not anything with like the developers, but I feel gypped by having so much freedom that I can't even think of these ideas. So that's where I feel like I, what I like to do, at least when I play through it, I've and my largely my playthrough has been through joining other people's games. Yeah. I have I don't have my own where I'm just I'm like where do you want to go? Okay, I'll follow along. I know the rhythm. Um, whenever combat starts, that's where I'm like. What can we do? Because a lot of the fights in the combat I've done so far has been early on. So if I'm fighting a 10 HP goblin, I'm like, we can we can goof around a yeah. little bit. So I literally will shove a, a goblin off of a cliff. And I'm like, insta-kill. It worked. And then I'll pick up another goblin, and I can improvise weapon him at another goblin. I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like, it's fun. It gets the job done, but like when it when it allows, and you're kind of like, holy shit! I'm I feel like I'm breaking the game when you're when you're kind of not. You're doing what it what it allows you to yeah. do. Um, I feel like that's where I test out things like that. That's where it's like it feels controlled, but it's like freedom. I feel like when it's like just wandering around talking, I'm like, just tell me where exactly I need to go, and that's what I'm going to talk to. I don't want to like. I agree with you there. I'm like, there's too much freedom. I, yeah. I could talk to everyone. I know. I yeah. don't, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Some people enjoy that. I'm not a fan of that. But. And some of them, like, talking to people will, like, ain't, like follow up on the on your journal log. Yeah. It'll, it'll give you more information and it's like, boom, like, oh, now you get to talk to this guy because he knows. You've heard stories of this guy knowing more information. Right. So it, it logs it like, hey, talk to this guy. But that, I think, in the way Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, the beauty of it is, your experience is now going to be different from mine. And I, when we talk about these games that like so many people play, it's like, what did you do? Oh, shit, that was a whole thing? I totally even skipped that. I did this instead. And you're like, whoa, okay. It's not to say you lack. It's just to say yours was different. I just the fact that, like they said, what, like 16,000 endings or something like that? Or? It's a lot. It's a lot. That's what YouTube's for. It's a lot. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, it's not going to be good quality endings. Like, well, it makes me wonder because sometimes I I feel like they 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 use that term loosely. At least in some of these games like this, where it's like it might be three finite like conclusions, but who you're with in those endings could be like the combinations are so many. So they're like technically it's sixteen hundred, but it's like all it is is that like car latches with you instead of. Asterion or some shit. You, you can finish the game and be married to an owlbear, you know? Yeah. I feel like <laughs> that's where, like, Asimir, exactly. It's all about the Asimir. <laughs> uh, Big Boss added, wanted, wanted to follow up on the FF stuff. I don't know how far you guys are in 16 or if you've played it at all yet, but I got a jaw-dropping an epic moment in battles, and the music is just icing on the cake, chef's kiss. Um, and the game we're talking about with that many endings, I believe the number, I don't know if it's exact, but it's somewhere it's pretty insane, high. was for Baldur's Gate 3. It's got a lot of options for different types of endings. But for FF7... Um, FF16. Or <laughs> 16. I like the big moments, the cinematic, the, the climactic fights. It's everything in between them that becomes tedium for me. 
I'm 40 hours in and there is still fucking cinematics. I'm over this shit. Like, what are these cinematics of though? In your case, I mean, it's still is the it, story. Is it it's, story beats? Yeah, or is it's it like the, the story f- beats. Okay. Like, you know, like Bahamut or whatever the fuck you say his name. Uh, he still comes out and stuff like that. I've already seen enough cutscenes. Like, I'm trying to like finish this game, and I, I don't really want to like at that point in the game end the yeah. cutscenes like that. But I don't like cinematics where, and I don't know if it Rings, does it a lot. The huh? cinematics are not that good. Like Elden Ring cinematics, like oh shit. Yeah, I want it fewer but more meaningful. Like, there's times where it's like you're going from section to section in a side quest, and like it's just a cutscene to. Your guy going through the woods, like, are we looking for him? Yeah. And then it just keeps going. I'm like, I did not need that. I did not need that. Like, that whole thing could have just been out the door. More like Baldur's Gate Keepers. Game Overcast here with the jokes. We got the late night Game Overcast with the with the comedy hour. Um, we'll soon be having, you're going to be, you're heading over back here, right? Um, for the for the late night after show <laughs> comedy skit. We got we got alcohol. We could, we could provide drinks for you. Um <laughs> So you've been playing Baldur's Gate? Yes. Anything else? No. Okay. No Oppenheimer. I haven't watched any movies, but I plan on watching... Oppenheimer. I, Oppenheimer and Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But Oppenheimer first. Yes. <laughs> I think you'll like it. I don't want to force it, but I think you'll like it. Jang, what have you been up to? Birthday boy. Bloodborne. Born in, I think my PS4 is dying. I'm going to have to like de-dust it because... Every time, well, I did update the PS4. It's probably all the cat hair. <laughs> Maybe. It's probably I, all the I cat I opened hair. mine up once uh, when I was at my old place, and it had a lot of hair. And, like uh, cat hair and dust. It would freeze. But I did update my PS4. Oh, yeah. It was crashing when you were playing. Um, it's, it's crashed every de- night. Yeah, dude. Every it's bad. Night. It's bad. But Game, I, Game Overcast pl- wanted to say that Oppenheimer is actually a prequel to TMNT. Yep. He's not wrong. Oppenheimer Shredder. He's not wrong. How do you think that ooze happened? Yep. <laughs> um, Bloodborne, Slate Aspire, Hades. Tunic. Hades. 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 Um, tunic soon. No, it's kidding. Damn. I think that Tunic. Be- we played this at PAX. Yeah. In Four, five it was years? A, yeah, the first PAX. Pre-COVID. Went, yeah. Pre-COVID. At the Microsoft uh, night event where they bust us out there. At, we, I was sponsored, sponsored by Monster that day. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, damn. It took a long time to make. Indie finally, games, you finally got it. Indie games take a long time to make. So. And I feel like the demo feels exactly like the game. Like The demo, okay. I'll say this. So the demo was the combat, the world yeah. stuff. This game does something that I like. Out the game... You're telling me you own this game? I have it on Steam. Yeah, yeah. On my Steam Deck, I played a bit. So this game, one of the... The the, the reason they lean harder into the the box art, leans harder into the Zelda stuff, there are things that you can... If you know it, you can do certain abilities. But the manual is in-game. And as you go through the game, you find pieces of the manual that tell you how, how to do pe- those oh. abilities. And so you're going through the game learning So you, you can start secrets. the game and already do these abilities. So if someone, yeah, if someone did a playthrough or they knew. Or yeah. they look it up. Or it they up. look it up. 
they should, from what I understand, do some be able to do some of those. That's that's actually kind of neat. That's cool. Like that, everything is available to you, and then super you, well, like every to some like degree. That. It's yeah. like once you get a sword, then you can yeah, do this, yeah. or once you have this, then you can do X, Y, and Z. But you don't know. Yeah. So it's part of it. Like, and as you're going through it, the collectibles are the game manual thing. That's cool. Hookshot bomb. And a lot of the gameplay is Zelda like, like the dungeons, the world, and stuff. It is familiar, but it is in its in this style. And it, again, the guy was a largely a one person team, so yeah, indie game stake. So so. But I plan. Someone redeemed the body paint. So the, on my birthday, Ooh. I'm doing a body paint stream. <laughs> that would be <laughs> fucking Petey Perkle. That's Thursday or Friday. 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 Yeah. Mm. So what I, I already bought. I already bought the paint. I was I was gonna wear. I'm the getting bo- popcorn, baby. I was gonna wear the Bob Ross wig, but no, I'm not gonna do that. But I'm gonna try to recreate Van Gogh's Starry Night on my, on my belly. We'll see how good it turns out. But. And I'm trying not to let people know, but I mean, if people, I'm hyping this up. You heard, you heard it here first. Folks. I'm not gonna Big sh- Boss Game Overcast. Be there. I'm not Big gonna shave because I'm hairy. I'm like fuck. If I shave, it's like very pale. That's, so. that's the sorry part. Yeah. I should, I, I should shave, but wow, this is magic. Fucking, I can't believe he redeemed it. I was like, cause I was like teasing him. I was like, yeah, it's gonna, cause it's gonna take me years. Yeah, it's gonna take you years. And I was like teasing him. You're not gonna do it. You're not. He's like, oh yeah, boom. I was like, oh, <laughs> Oppenheimer. <laughs> Five, four, three. But that I had to up the price of. The body pension because I don't know how many points. How many? How, do you have it at one twenty five? No, it's like six hundred ninety thousand. If for that one, you should double it. Next time, I was going to do one point six nine. What is it right now? Six hundred ninety thousand. So it'd be a oh, million, okay. million. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if it gets me views, I should just keep it. I feel like you could easily mix in the trailer of Oppenheimer with typing this up. It's like they didn't ask whether they should do this or not. <laughs> You're telling me there's a chance of this destroying the world? <laughs> Matt Damon just shows up. <laughs> Fuck. But, What's his name? Einstein's just looking at you. Well, I don't care. I'm going to play <laughs> copyrighted music. I don't care. I'm, it's fucking so I'll give a fuck. Down the video. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. This. Be there Friday. No, the last boss is stream. Don't be there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting ready for that. I already bought the paint. I was I I bought the body paint. I was like, damn, this is not enough because there's a lot of blue in that fucking painting. <laughs> it's not a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make it work. We'll see how my painting skills <laughs> fucking go. Like I don't know. See, I should know basic knowledge of paint because I don't know if I should do the base layer blue because if I put yellow over it. Will it just turn green? No. Or like, do oh, do wait, base what layer. What kind of paint is it? It's like so. Champ. I was looking at acrylic. It, it's, it's water <laughs> based. Champ Flexington says have have chroma key enabled for blue. <laughs> <laughs> just to see that you have. So I, my original idea was I was just gonna body paint my whole self green, be Shrek. But then I was like, you know, I want to do something artistic. And I was like, second thing was maybe I'll watch a Bob Ross video and try to do a, yeah. a fucking Bob Ross painting. But Bob uh, Ross reaction video while you paint your suit. Yeah, like a wig. <laughs> but I got to do Starry Night, Van Gogh. <laughs> so. Okay. Fuck. But I, I think watercolors, you'd have to Water- let it dry. Yeah, that'll, that will run. Well, it's not watercolor. would be better. It's not watercolor. It's water-based. Boss just insinuated Shrek is not artistic. <laughs> That's a good point. What the what the hell? <laughs> Thanks, Jam, for calling him out on that. That's that's good. 
We gotta keep in mind his toes. Shit. Yeah, I would say a, test it out on like your hand or something. That's what someone said because he's, there was a thing that said, "What if you're allergic to the paint? You should test it out." Yeah. On your skin. I, like, I mean, that's that's what like <laughs> tattoo artists do. Like, if it's your first one, they'll they'll do a spot and see if you react to it or not. I I shouldn't. Like I said, Chump said Chump recently finished Better Call Saul, and I told him, "You're gonna finish before I, he finished episode one." All the way up, cause he's cause he's a champ. His name's Champ. <laughs> You're you. last. Your last. You, I told you he. I told you he was gonna finish it before me. Are you planning on finishing it now? Does that motivate you? No. <laughs> I haven't made a reaction I video. Know, I only know one person that's watched this show beside me. I know. Like no one. Wa- no one watches the show, dude. Which is weird. No one watches that show. American Succession. Mythic Quest is the thing I think I've know the fewest yeah, people that probably. have watched. Yeah, that's Apple TV. Yeah. yeah, nobody goes on Apple TV. But people Ted, watch Ted Lasso. people watch Ted Lasso and Severance. So I'm like, I feel like if those drew you in, you should watch them. Severance is good. Yeah, you should finish that. <laughs> yeah, I should. Finish. Finish. I'm not going to react to Severance. I think I should just finish it. But I think I canceled my Apple TV. There's sites. I'm still paying for There's fucking, websites. I'm still paying for fucking HBO. I I'm watching a uh, what's that Venus Williams the the Will Smith film. Oh, King Richard? I'm watching it in parts on TikTok because every day, like, two parts of the film come up. The guy, I'm like, the guy that plays the trainer, is that guy in Oppenheimer? Uh, wait, there's hit, two hit trainers. A, hit a few balls. like the very, Oh, the first one. Yeah. Not, not uh, Punisher because Punisher's no, no. the other trainer. No. Um, he, he's in Oppenheimer, right? Maybe. Tony Gold. I think that's Tony Gold. He might be in I mean, who's not in Oppenheimer, that's honestly? <laughs> there's there's that's true. true. Yeah. There's a lot of... So, and Oppenheimer, there's a lot of Nickelodeon stars in that fucking show. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they grew fuck. up. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Body paint stream don't go, don't don't show up. We're gonna be there. No. Popcorn dead red. stream. I hope it's a dead stream. No. I'm not advertising it. I'm just like whoever's in the Amaranth's chat. Amaranth's gonna subscribe. <laughs> whoever's in the chat, I'm like, yo, there's a body paint stream. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna blow it up everywhere. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> it's funny because like, well, I at first I was like, Bossenheimer. At first I was like, fuck, I gotta do this. Like when he redeemed it, I was, but then I was like, you know what? Who, who, who the fuck cares? Just, wow. I don't care about people's opinion. Just, and it's funny because like I'm like kind of scared to do it, but if this gets me viewers, like fuck it, I might just make it a fucking favorite Friday just for free, dude. <laughs> for free. <laughs> B- Bob Ross fucking Friday stream every fucking week. How's it going? I think everybody? that would be like a really neat thing, though. Watch an episode of Bob Ross and paint what he does. Just, on I you. mean, I he has. Skill. They have this stream up. Just, I know that that's the idea, though. Doing... And like, your skill would get better over time. <laughs> it gets worse. Nipple, yeah. <laughs> Starting night. A moon here. A moon here. <laughs> fucking Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting ready for that. Okay. Anything else this past week? Or are you good? Bloodborne. Well, cool. That'd uh, be a great birthday. I think. Um. What did I do? I finished Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories. Dude, that game can suck a fat one. It was so. The thing is, okay, this is what I want to talk about. The di- the game was difficult. Unnecess- it's the, there's like di- types difficult where it's like, oh, this is a challenge. I need to learn this challenge to overcome the challenge. This was difficult because of stupid, like just stupid stuff. And it doesn't tell you anything. 
I've mentioned this before. Bunny Swan and Big Boss has seen it too. There's just a lot of stuff that I was like, why didn't this tell you? Why didn't this? And this was the remaster remaster of it. The the PS2. And they still don't tell you. And it yeah, there's nothing. Just like go. And then um, so the mechanics were annoying, but the hard fights weren't like Kingdom Hearts One, where you finish the game. Now here's some optional hard fights. This one was like, oh, you're at a uh, someone from the organization. Get ready to just sit here for however long and go through that shit show. And every time I went through it, I was, you know, I've told the stories before. I was doing just single card, single card. Bunny Swan was teaching me, like, you need to use these combos. That giant 400% difficulty curve at the, at, at the, yeah, the last fight. Yeah, the last fight is what I was stuck at. I was... I think three streams just frustrated with this fight. And I was like, this isn't even enjoyable to watch. So one of the, the second stream, I was like, I tried a little bit. I'm like, I'm not getting anywhere. I just changed to World of Warcraft. The last stream was part of, I was doing a, a collab stream with Here Comes the Nerd for her uh, memory lane launch. Um, but then after we finished, uh, I was like, I want to stream a little bit more. And I, between that, those two, the second and the third stream on this last fight, I decided off stream to grind a little bit, looking for a specific card for a specific combo that literally, if you pull this combo off, it freezes them and you just get like 30 free hits. Hmm. And so, but the reason I didn't want to do it on stream was to find that card, I had to go back to a prior world and it resets that world. So you have to just grind through the world, unlock all the doors again, get the card, go back to the final world, grind through it, which the it's... Very, the last one's very grindy, so I was like, I don't want to do this on stream. It's, it's, the combat's so repetitive. It's 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 more repetitive than how you felt about Final Fantasy, but it was just like I don't want to do this on stream. So I, one of the nights I was just chilling. I was sick a little bit last week, and I was like, I'll just do it now. Like this is the perfect time. I got that card. I got three of those combos. Sheesh. So I was like, I'm good. I I feel very confident now that will resolve my issues with this final boss, which I've described. It's like he just throws your cards out of your hand. Mm. There's all this stupid shit. Took me two tries. I beat him. And credits roll. And I was like, I'm done. The game decides at that point, it's like load screen. You can now play the game as Riku. And there's like, hey. And I knew a little bit about this. They were like, you can... uh, there's more story because if you play through as Rico, you're playing through a different perspective. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'll read about this. I'm done with this game. Moving on. So now I'm going back to these cards. Yeah, never. I'm done. I'm done with that. That was worst, <laughs> worst card game um, of my life. Of my life. Um, there were elements I liked, but I felt like the way it was packaged and put together, I it it pit just put me in a bad mood on it. But I did start Kingdom Hearts two. And what blows me away is that the time between one and two, development-wise, is three years. The time between two and three is like 15 years. Holy, how the fuck? That blows my mind. (laughs) That they were like, 2005, that one came out, and then 2018 or something, three came out. I I had to wait for that. Did you play it? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it took too long. I thought I had to. I wonder what's longer, Duke Nukem Forever or that? Oh man, I remember. Man, I that think was I think Duke Nukem because like probably. they went through like through engines, dude. Like that uh, that was crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I started Kingdom Hearts two, and um, I'm still working on uh, World of Warcraft. I definitely have learned. I like to play that in a very chill play style. I don't like 
Like, I do dungeons, but I'm not doing them at a high level where it's like everyone needs to be on yeah, it. Yeah. <clears throat> and, it, like, if you've messed it up, you mess, you've ruined it. I'm at that level of dungeon because I've been learning, like, if someone leaves your party in a dungeon, it, it'll autofill of someone. Like, oh, someone found your group. Okay, they right, just right. jump in. So I don't care. I'm like, oh, I, I'm learning how to tank. Okay, cool. If I mess up and someone dies, that's, I'm sorry. But then if they leave, I'm like... Okay, you left. Someone will take your spot. Like, I I don't have as much stakes on That's it. That's the looking for group. Yeah, the looking for group stuff, the finder, yeah. the dungeon finder. Um, but I definitely understand. Like with Destiny Two, that was like, if you're playing the higher level stuff, everyone's time is valuable. You got to do it a certain way. So, I'm my enjoyment of the game caps at just playing it chill, questing, like you said. Um, it's definitely something where I'm like, I, I would love to just put something on or just talk to chat while I'm just like, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm doing this. Like, it's almost like an Animal Crossing in a way. Um, fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Tarantulas and fishing. <laughs> but uh, I played a little bit of that. And then um, I think that's about Oh, no. I did magic. I went to my local card shop and I was doing some weekend uh, games. And... I've gone a few times now to the point where people recognize me that are not the shop owners. The shop owners know me. They're like, hey, Grosh. Yeah, how many orders this week? Three? Cool. <laughs> and I, at first I was like, is that weird? He's like, dude, people have like, because they save your orders for like up to two weeks. And sometimes people are like, oh, this one card went up. Spy. And they come to pick it up. It's In like my a, head, I was like, I feel crazy. They're like, three is fine. It's like, like comic book shopping. Pull lists. Yeah, yeah. Almost like a pull list, but like. Right now, for instance, I'm trying to put together a deck and um, Nazgul's from Lord of the Ring are in it. And the Nazgul's are the, the, the horseback riding, the guy, the demental looking guys. There's nine of them in the Lord of the Rings fiction. And in the cards, they've made it where if you there's nine different arts of it. Mm. And you can have up to nine of this card in any deck. Normally, you can only have one of a card. But they said with this card, you can have nine. So I'm like, I want to try and get all nine of the cards. I have four of them now. There was one card that I, I kept. I just sometimes will refresh their store. I'm like, do they have it in stock? I'm like, oh, someone someone sold it and they have it now in their inventory. So I'm like, pick up. So just one card pick up sometimes. But I go there now and some of the customers are like, hey, you know, it was cool playing with you the other day. So I'm sitting at some tables and most of them are chill. Like, again, like, wow. It's like you meet people and they're like, oh, this is cool. Oh, shit. You're about to pop off. Cool. That's fun. Other tables. Good God. Like there was one. Trials. I almost. I almost wanted to just be like, can I just concede? It was with two guys. One of them, I could tell, was had built this deck that was like on a competitive level, but he was playing at a chill like space, and I'm like, that's weird. But he seemed neutral, like his personality was kind of. The other guy was like <laughs> this army vet, and I I could tell he was there on a mission. Like he was very much like I'm here to win, and I've played with him <laughs> once before, and I had a similar like he was there like fact-checking, uh, like, oh, that's a misplay, you know, move on. I'm like, most of the time people are like, yeah, yeah, you can swap lands or whatever the hell, like, it's a chill game. But he was hard going after me. I'm like, why are you, like, and I didn't want to, I wanted to be like, why are you going after me? I don't understand, like, he repeatedly early in the game was like, get rid of that, get rid of that, and lose 10 life. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to respond to anything. I'm just going to sit. I started seeing the other guy, and I was like, I don't, this isn't fun. Like just, I'm like, just let this match finish so I can just be done. The other guy, though, which was cool, he showed an interesting thing. He started focusing on him, and it drew the attention of me so that I could do something. I wasn't aiming at him. I was like, yeah, I'm going to focus back on you or just do my own thing and just hold up. 
the game ends that the, the the guy with the super competitive deck won, and he just started talking with me after the the other guy left to go to a different table, and he's like, he was talking to me, he's like, yeah, dude, I saw he was like for some reason targeting you, so I thought I'd try to go after him a bit to take the pressure off. He was like, oh, so it's like sometimes it is what you see, like they are very, but other times it was like he came off very competitive, but he was he turned out to be in that space of like I'm. I will use that competitive edge to balance the game out. Like, I'm not here to just knock out a win. Reminds me of uh, the creator of Street Fighter. Well, not six, but four or five. Uh He played against Daigo. Mm -hmm. And Daigo, you know, he's a pro. And he just took it way too seriously. He's like, man, this guy's just not fun. Like, Mm. why? Yo, chill out, dude. I'm not a pro. I mean, I created the game, but. I think that's what it's like with our friend Foley with bowling. Oh, <laughs> he played that shit competitively to make money, and now when we well like w- well before when we would want to play like for fun, yeah, he's like I can't I can't play with you guys like I'm like I can't like if I go into that space I want to play competitively and I can't get out of that, so he's like I don't find it enjoyable like I don't I don't I can't bowl for leisure anymore. Ah, well at least he's aware because <clears throat> I feel like some people don't acknowledge that and they go into those spaces and then it's like dude why are you at like yeah. the Daigo level. Because I'm like, anytime I'm doing anything for fun, unless, even like when we do the tournaments we've done, that he, like just my, my place, I'm still at the end of the day, like that was a good, like even if we're like getting competitive, I'm like, that was fun. Even if I lost, I'm like, this is chill. This is, like I want us to kind of like have a back and forth. I went to, I had a similar, the what you said about that Street Fighter at Comic-Con. They were, it was the last year's Comic-Con when they were first demoing Street Fighter Six, And people were like, the Street Fighter Six pros were like, I, they they had done it ten times in the line already, and I was just like, I just want to try this game out. And so he's like, How do you? He's like, Do you play? I'm like, I like it. And he's like, Oh okay. <laughs> and he acknowledged. He's like, Yeah, I've been doing this all day. I'm like, Oh. I'm like, Can I just try a bunch of shit? He's like, Yeah, dude, no problem. So I like first round, I just get to fuck around, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Okay, you, you can you can start. And he's like, Okay, cool. <laughs> he hits a few combos. He eases up, lets me try to make an attempt. I was like. Okay, I appreciate. I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate you that like you were kind to and then entertain shit. me. Like I was humble. I'm like, I'm not here to like try to beat you, but I want to test myself. Puts a blindfold on. Dude had a dude had he was ripped and he had like an Akuma shirt. It was like, <laughs> dude, you're repping hard, and it was like it was cool, but it was also cool that he was like aware of it. It's about it for me. Oh, and One Piece still popping off. Gear, Gear five. five. It's <laughs> like this last episode was like. More of it and a lot more of the meat and potatoes of it. I was like, it's good. Time. When does it come out usually? Um, Saturday nights. Okay. Like at nighttime on Saturday. So it's usually available Sunday, but it's like, oh yeah, if you're up Saturday, you'll you'll see this. It's caught up with the manga? God, oh. no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Fuck. The manga is like a whole arc ahead right fuck. now. Fuck. There's no way you can catch up to the manga. With the way the detail these episodes take, and they take break weeks sometimes. On the the anime, but it, to Gear me, six. no, no, no. There's no more <laughs> Gear but, Seven. No, no. But the knowing where it's going now in the story, there, like he's before after this arc that they're currently in. This is the longest one they've had. In the manga, they were like, "We're in the final saga." That may seem like it's closing, but it's closing at a One Piece pace. So it's like there's still a long build. Like I'm not thinking it's going to end anytime soon. But it's at least like the the reason I think it held merit was because a lot of things that have been left open for th- literally a thousand episodes, they're finally addressing those big like mysterious things that are like holy shit, 
we finally know this person's name. We finally know this power. We finally know the origin of this thing. And it feels like those shades are being revealed. And now it's like, what's going to happen now that this information's out? Now that these characters know this? Now that they're confronting each other? And I'm like, this is going to be good. Like, it's going to be. One of the answers, Jolly Roger is his dad. <laughs> False. <laughs> no one answered. Wrong. Prove me wrong. You know what's a good topic or say for later in the future? Sure. I was talking with just random people at Comic-Con this past Comic-Con. When did anime became ma- mainstream? Which anime made it cool? Because when I was growing up, anime I, was not I cool. don't want to say it was one specific anime. I think it was a specific channel. Toonami? Toonami. And G- if anything, G- I think it's, it was a transition. <laughs> I think it was a transition. I think it was... Uh, I think Inuyasha was part of that transition. I mean, this is not this is a so topic for the. To- <laughs> I can tell you're topic. ready to get into it. <laughs> uh, let's change the topic right now. <laughs> well, I, um, I need to add that uh, I went to Frankenstein's and I found parking. What? And you know what? Cra- cheers, you know, you know what's crazy is, I never thought I would live to see it, but there's booths Empty. that just sell K-pop shit. Oh, I'm like, what but the- that's a newer thing. Yeah, yeah. Never would I have imagined. That's like so within I'm this year. That's why. Oh, that's where you got that? Yeah. So, yeah. Is that Frankincense? Frankincense? They're selling Lorcana? They were? Yep. But I had a fucking but expensive. Price. Yeah. <laughs> More than $24. If I, I think buy. what they had available was convention exclusive stuff, which is. is yeah, better. it's already going to be a lot more. And Champ Flexington is right. The One Piece is real. It is. As confirmed, that's the next show you need to watch. I mean, you're gonna catch up. Right I, I just want to make sure that within the the whole story of One Piece, people have already seen what's in that chest. One, are you caught up with the manga? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because once I caught up with the show, when it, <laughs> you're like, I need more. I was like, wait, one is this one for one? Like, I didn't know if it deviated or if it did, and I was like, this is. 98% one for one. So then I was like, I'm just going to read from wherever this is and onward. And I was like, whoa, they're already here. Whoa, that's going to look crazy animated. So you've already seen Gear 5. I had known about Gear 5 for a while. Yeah. So you're about to see Gear 6. No, Gear 5 is Gear 6 9. <laughs> what he does with Gear 5. Nice. What other things out there exist. Um, and Frankenstein's, the new location, I just love. Versus the old looking air conditioning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time at the old location, I saw a guy kick, kicking something. It was a dead mouse. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, the, hot, the heat was so fucking bad, a mouse died in his booth. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Damn. All right. Top, let's get into the topic. Shit. Let's see the topic. PAX. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah, it is. Labor Day weekend. I'm Which a, I'm is three there. weeks away. Yeah. Mentally, I'm already there. <laughs> Jake's already there. Um, let me pull up the PaxNav app. Uh, we got we got a bunch of stuff. What? Okay. We've been to PAX collectively uh, twice. Pre- I've gone an additional. And yeah. After COVID. One pre, one post. And I went one other time before that. But so that, yeah. What advice would you give to someone who's never been to PAX? Or no, what would, before that, before, before that, what would you say to, uh, would you recommend PAX to anyone and what would you say is like an appeal of it? Vargas. Uh, 
Would you recommend it? I would recommend it. Why? So I don't know exactly what it is. I think if we talk it out, talk it out. I could figure it out. But it's it feels different from like the standard conventions that I've done, which is includes WonderCon and Comic-Con. Like they're very like... Formulaic? Comic book cutter? Yeah, comic like book pop cookie, culture? Yeah. But like it's just when you go in there, it's just like the standard booth set like you've seen already at, at to, the convention. To the uninitiated, what is that? Like describe a little bit what that is. So <laughs> there's Artist the out. mystery box uh, booth. We're we're spoiled. We get cons up the, of yes, every kind true. here, and it's we true. go to a lot of cons. And we go to a lot. We of get them. invited yeah. to speak at a lot of cons. Yeah, and this one's more personable. I feel okay because like both times that we've gone to this convention we've had really good experiences like we we go talk to the people and you know they conversate with us they they give us like a demo of it and stuff and i feel like that's not exclusive to the fact that we're like podcasters because we don't even tell them yeah we don't even tell them after the fact yeah. yeah and so like anyone normal could just walk up to them and have this experience with them and i don't feel like that exists at that level, at at like WonderCon or Comic Con, or usually like most of the regular cons, what LBA Con or what, Long Beach Comic Con, LA Comic Con, yeah. Jang, what would you recommend? PAX and why? Yeah, to me, it's. It, I know we kind of talk. Well, like Comic Con is very formulaic, but to me, Comic Con is like number one, like best con. But number two is for me, PAX. Um, I like how there's a lot of things, but one of the thing, things I like is they gamify certain things, and I feel like that gets people really engaged, especially like when it comes, oh, you can get this prize, but you got to really work for it. And so, like, pin, the pins is also a really cool, cool thing. You just got to, you know, do certain things. Sometimes you got to wait in line, sometimes you got to do tasks, but that's different, the, the whole pin thing. And they're like exclusive pins. You can only get it at this con. You can't buy. I mean, you can buy them afterwards, and they like appreciate. But I'm not really a pin guy, but I, I like the pins. Okay. The fucking Elden Ring pin was a fucking fiasco. That was a journey. God damn. But we got it, and now it's worth less. <laughs> worth <laughs> less or worthless? Less than the fucking worth less. <laughs> less than the Pokemon. Well, okay. I want to differentiate because the the standard con is like you said, it's comic book, it's pop culture, it's Hollywood, and a lot of what. And because of that, I think it's variety. It's variety. Yeah. Like that's the best way to say that. And most cons that people go to, variety. I think what I like about this is it's it's an it's a specific niche, and that's video games, and not just all video games like E three. It's largely indie video games. With a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, it makes what you're saying ex- accessible. It makes it engaging. They lean into it. I think the closest thing that reminds me of this is uh, Designer PSX. Oh, okay. I, I actually was going back through. I have the binder with the collectible cards there. That one was gamified. a very gamified, engaging. Like The con became a, an experience that was unique to that year. Except for the merch. Except for the merch. Except for the merch. Never talk about the merch. Um, but I like that PAX is like this memorable, like, 
you will do a scavenger hunt. You will do pin collecting. You mm. will try out indie games that you won't have heard before, or you have, and you get the chance to meet the developers. It just feels like it's very much for folks, but it's from developers that are. It's almost like when you go to like. You could go to like a big brewery, or you could go to like a bunch of microbreweries and just get tastings. It's like that for video games, mm. and I think that's super cool because it's like there's we we I feel like it's cool now. It's coolest now because in the past, indie games were fewer and far between. I feel like this wouldn't it would be more dominated. They wouldn't be able to fill a convention center with how many indie games there were. I feel like now there's so many to pick from. The hard thing though is like they're hard to find or you don't see them in the store or they don't get advertised like yes. we wouldn't have known about tunic maybe if it didn't get the 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 snowball effect it had from like word of mouth and mm. these conventions and these things are like where you get to see them like whoa that game was have you heard about messenger have you heard about you know whatever this other game animal uh, will animal but will. i think in a sense it's kind of messed up too because like Why? I feel like these developers, like if if they were like at a regular Comic Con, they already know that they that they're essentially like a bigger game, but so they're just letting more people know. But in this one, they're the, I feel like they're desperately trying to get people to know their game, so that that's why like they're more inviting. I don't think so at all. I feel like regular Comic Con isn't even their demographic. Like a regular Comic Con is pop culture Hollywood. Why would Messenger be at that? But I know, like, but but they would still, like, a game studio would still be there to just get the word out. Like, hey, we... Capcom would be there. Yeah. Nintendo would be there. Not three-person indie studio. Well, no, no, no. Not, like, the indie studio. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying if a game studio is there, it's because they've already, like, they're already well-known and established. Not they're necessarily. Not. There's some, like, super indie games that are trying to look for their Volume Digital and trying to get published oh like, no, no. i like, think it's from, like a mix like a mix i don't think it's, it's like, anything out of desperation or thing i think it's just more like this is this is a giant expo for people to get like gen con is the same thing these games exist in their online space they have kickstarters they have patreons they have their social media push but getting that opportunity to be like not only am i trying your game you're the developer like tell me about it like We've been working on it. And, like, you hear, you read this on a, on a Instagram post. You're like, okay, whatever. But now I met you. And now I'm like, shit, I'm a, I, like, I want to back your game. I want to support it or whatever. I feel like it allows you to make a connection. The way DesignerCon is in a way of, like, you're meeting these artists doing original works. It's like you're connecting to a, to a degree. Just, just to add on to Vargas, like, I don't think they're desperate. But I think indie developers are more likely to like give out their game and yeah. like a like a like a triple a wouldn't do that unless you're like a big influencer but i mean i feel like they're they don't have advertising that but their budget for advertising is that much isn't that much so they look towards content creators and tastemakers and now i wouldn't say it's desperate but they're more willing to be like work with you and push their product yeah i feel like it's like a peer it's like you have been doing this on the side and now you're trying to showcase it and get to somewhere bigger. So, yeah, show me what you got and, like, let's talk. Like, I think they're more approachable. Like you said, approachable, I think, is a great way of saying I mean, saying we've it. gotten a couple free game demos. And yeah, and it's it's like, like we've talked to them and we work with them. Untitled yeah. Goose Game was literally, like, five college guys that was just, like... And I not knowing what they told us and what they did in that interview made me be, like, I have a closer... Like, I have a different connection with that game now. Just being, like... 
this was anyone like we decided to do podcasts some people decided to make a game other people mm-hmm. decided to do like art or all kinds of stuff i like that like to me that's like kind of like and that this place does a good job as a whole like as an organization fosters that they're like okay not only are you going to go to all these places we're going to make it a game for you to like try to check all those stuff out and seattle like they make it the other thing i think they take from comic-con is it becomes part of the the city a bit like it's not just like in the like la comic-con stuff or stuff it's like it's only in the convention center and then you go anywhere else you're like okay i'm gonna go park now (laughs) or get in my car here it's like Oh yeah, we're doing here. We're going to the to the downtown area. Going towards a, the pike. Yeah, the pike. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like packs can happen like as of right now, at least in like San Diego, LA Comic Con. Like those locations are not gonna make packs the way it was. Is no, yeah, I agree. I feel like the the if it were anywhere Anaheim? in SoCal, Anaheim would be yeah. the closest, yeah. just because of the rub off of the Disney surrounding mm. area, yeah, like yeah. being kind of cool. Garden Walk being kind of a, a big area too, but they would have to like, and I feel like one, well, like other conventions at uh, Anaheim have tried it, mm-hmm. but make the convention physically move as well to like the Garden Walk area. But I, I feel like the Garden Walk is just a tad bit too far. I feel like that would be where they do like after parties. Like, hey, at night we're yeah. gonna do a bunch of cool yeah. stuff here. But BlizzCon was the one where I first saw the other half that's connected to the parking lot be used. used. And I was yeah. like, this is an actual part of the convention. Yeah. And then PAX, not PAX, uh, PlayStation and BlizzCon both use the arena. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, they got a couple of different yeah. things. They're the closest. I think BlizzCon does it really well because they, they get enough space where, like, even though it's there's a lot of people, it doesn't feel crowded. Right. I and agree. I think, I agree. I think that's really good. And that's the thing that, like... Comic-Con struggles with, WonderCon struggles with, where, like, it's so compacted. Like, I mean, it's still a big area, but it's it's, it's just, just all focused in one area that, like, it gets so dense with people and just, like, fuck, it and feels vendors. claustrophobic. Yeah. yeah, they just cram it all in. Yeah. And they're like, walking space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're, let's talk on packs. So that's what we recommend. Um, what tips for someone who's never been or someone who's gone before? What, what's your, like, tip? If you give one piece of advice for going to PAX. Well, for us, which we're going to experience this one for the first year, is go early. <laughs> what do you, can, you, can you elaborate? Um, so we've always gone on the day that it starts, on Friday. So we get there midday. And then we're already dead tired from the from traveling because it's super early. Like last year, we woke Six up at a. four, yeah, yeah, for five, yeah, rush to, to, the to try to get to their, to like location early. But then like we're tired from that that mm-hmm. you know not getting sleep, not resting, being on the plane. And so cold. we experience it that day and, a little bit, and then we go like early back to the room and, and that rest. First day, you should try to get big chunk of it done. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Saturday and, and part of Sunday is like the, the busiest. Yeah. And it's usually Labor Day weekend, roughly. So it's like Friday through Monday is what the convention is. So, yeah, Friday is a good opportunity, like you said, to take advantage of. So we're going in Thursday this time yeah. and then get resting rest. very well. No, party. Party all night. <laughs> party all night. And then I guess Jing is very happy about that. <laughs> What's your advice? Well, this is for it. Conventions in general, be comfortable. Comfortable clothes, shoes. Don't carry too much. Comfortable. Be comfortable. 
Don't carry too much there. Oh, and but also then the carry weather. Everything else back. San, San, San Diego Comic Con's cold. The weather's not too hot, but it's by the, the water. But but Seattle is like the perfect. Like during that time, it's like it's like seventy. It's perfect. Perfect. Shower out. Oh, champ flex. Shower and use deodorant. That's yes. that's universal yes. convention <laughs> advice. If there was unless a com- play, if there was convention commandments, unless you play Yu Gi Oh. No. You you do. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people that like dragon. still it's crazy to me how many people still don't do like a shower or a deodorant. No, what's crazy is when your friends like their friends don't tell them something. It's like no. They're not friends <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. They're not their friend if you're not Um My piece of advice, I agree. I think you both had some good points. I think um Oh, out of all the conventions, we always eat there. The Euro place in the convention, it's not that bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, and the line moves fast. Yeah. I think it's not that bad. I mean, out of all the conventions where there's food in the convention center, it's not that bad. I like that one because it's like the easiest like finger food, like yeah. eating on the go type thing. Yeah, That's true. That's a good point. I'm curious what the new part of the convention center might have if it has anything. Um, but my advice, and this is what I like about out of like when you're traveling to a convention as opposed to just driving day of and returning if you can get someplace nearby the convention center <laughs> yes walking distance just because get a especially place to attach the <laughs> if you're lucky <laughs> i just say like if if you're going make it worthwhile make it a good enjoyable experience part of that experience isn't so much like i'm at the conven- i got to the convention center i'm carrying only what i'm carrying like don't make it a miserable experience on yourself i think if you're if you're going and you want to be like I want to enjoy the whole thing I want to enjoy it savor it go if you're especially you're going with friends you're gonna enjoy it even more I think that because I've gone that one time solo it was okay it was way better going with friends we met up with friends there too I, I met a f- friend from work we except met up, if they snore I mean we'll talk that's that's uh, <laughs> words of advice we'll talk about that <laughs> Jesus Christ I'll never um, but. To me, like this and Gen Con, one of the things I like is like when you're going with friends, it's like the con was fun. And then after, you're just chilling with your friends. You're talking about all this stuff. You're winding down. You're watching Dumb and Dumber on the hotel TV. <laughs> Whatever you're playing, you go to, you, you drive to the nearest uh, cat, uh, cyber cafe to do your dailies and wow. Go to Dick's. You go to Dick's. You eat some Dick's. You eat some Dick's. <laughs> I mean, I drove by myself with I an know. Uber. But we heard about it, and we were like, "Man, where'd he go?" See, but now you have an account. You're I'm bringing my laptop. It. We can just go. <laughs> where are we? I got a laptop. <clears throat> I'm gonna be in my. I'm in the hotel. <laughs> so uh, I bought myself a laptop. I but remember my sister, for that trip. <laughs> but my sister ended up taking the laptop. Take it back. Like, hey, Pax Street. <laughs> but yeah, I think making it like where you're staying close by, you're you know with your friends and stuff. I think that goes a long way in making the, the experience more memorable. Gen Con was the same way. I've I've talked about it in prior episodes. We went to the con. After the con, we're just chilling at the hotel was, playing games. Was the area nice? The hotel, yeah, yeah. The whole area, the downtown area, was real yeah, good. You could walk, like walk around. Yeah, you could walk okay. around. Yes. Um, there was a really my second favorite chicken spot was there. It's a place called Eagles. Oh. John uh, recommended it to me, and I was like, I thought it was gonna be like Birdos. <laughs> no, the Birdies is still my absolute favorite uh, by the LA Convention Center. I love that every year. I only get it a few times, but this place, Eagle, the Eagle or Eagles, 
it was a really good spot. Chicken sandwich was good. The bread was fantastic. And then they do a bunch of other stuff. Anyway, that's all. Like, the fact that you get to do that all after the con. You're not like, I have to get through traffic, get back home. Right. Dude, the food places in Seattle are actually pretty good. That breakfast spot is one of my yeah. favorite ones we went to. Just by the it's water. I was like. Which we have to do. Uh, Beaches? Like a, uh, <laughs> a window view. A window seat? Yeah. Probably Thursday. Beachers? No, Thursday will be late. Maybe like know. 10. Friday morning. They, they won't even be you you want to do Friday morning? I think we're or doing Saturday it every morning. morning right? Or Sunday morning? No, Biscuit oh, Bitch. Oh, shit. Order online. Saturday is this Biscuit Bitch. <laughs> biscuit Bitch is good. The food around there is good. Oh, one thing that's different is we actually got tickets to the Nintendo thing. Well, that's a, that's a whole new thing, too, yeah. this year. The Nintendo experience. So we'll find out. So let's talk about it. What, what, are, what are you guys excited about for PAX this year? So that Nintendo thing, I hope they give out free stuff. I hope it's actual, like, it's being taught, like, the way they're promoting it makes it feel more substantial. Did you guys I'm, get emails like, hey, there's other events you can sign up for? And I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? F- for the Nintendo? Yeah. I don't know. I need to look into it because it was still too early. But yeah, exactly. Now I'm confused. <laughs> so I'm like, did I miss out? So that we're, like we're in it for one thing, but there's other things available. So one of them, I think, is a, a, a like a orchestra or whatever. Wow. That you can Maybe that's the concert. Oh, wow. No, there's four things that we can sign up for on top of what we already uh, signed up for right now. Can you hand me the lanyard there? Maybe it says on one of them. Don't show the QR code online. On, on file. Here, scan from our info. <laughs> but yeah, like I was, I looked it up and like it, it doesn't give me a date in the email when it's going to be available, but it's like keep an eye out for this. And if you go to it, it, it tells you like it's going to be available soon. What is Warp Hype Pass? Super Mario, Super Big Band. Wow. Uh, that'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 1 p.m., <laughs> 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, it's a live performance on stage with a big band with some fun visual presentation. Legend of Zelda Orchestra. Ooh, that one's That one's 11 a.m., Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 45 minutes, and it's like an orchestral playing. There's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Squad Strike Challenge no, Tournament. It's no, a squad no. versus squad no, no. tournament. But all these you have to sign up for on I top of so. already having signed up for It's them. like you're, you're eligible to sign yeah. up for these things Damn. being in the pool. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Championship yeah. Qualifiers. Nope. Super nope. Smash Bros. Invite Ultimate Amiibo and Me Tournament. And then, okay, so those are the sign-up events at specific times. Then there's featured event activities. There's the Mario Dojo. Hmm. Players of all skill levels are invited to take part in a single elimination sequence of Mario games to compete for fun and bragging rights. No, not for me. Um, <laughs> Unless there's prizes. Then there's uh, Nintendo Switch Experience Zones where they'll have Zelda, Mario, Pikmin, Pokemon, Splatoon, Kirby, and other games. Um Bring your Switch, watch tournaments, character meet and greets, island getaway, relax in Animal Crossing. Oh, it's like photos. Oh, so these are the character meet and greets. Mario Luigi, Princess Peach, Tom Nook, Isabel, K.K. Slider, Pikachu. K.K. Slider. Uh, the starter Pokemon for the new game, Inkling from Splatoon, and Kirby for photo spots. Is it specifically Detective Pikachu? <laughs> no, it's... Uh, I don't want to... It's Pikachu. It just says Pikachu and the three starters, so it doesn't say... I don't want to. So that, that's all it is, is those things. So I might sign up for the Zelda one. The orchestra? Yeah, if I can sign up for one of the orchestral stuff, I might do that in the photo ops. But I'm not, like, 
it's I'm curious, but no. I'm not putting a lot of stock into this. No, we gotta do one thing. Splatoon. Splatoon. And fuck up the other two. <laughs> like the last time. <laughs> we like They're better now. Them. They're better. Yeah. Well, if it's a family, they yeah. won't be. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm most excited about um our first prize or game award show. Oh mm. yeah, the the week of DLC award I, I'm show. Exci- I'm ex- more excited about an indie game that'll surprise me. Are you so I have a Animal Well. What if no game is are you gonna just be like if no game impressed you? There's no way. Or are you gonna be like the game that impressed me the most? The most. Okay, okay. There's I was no like, way. no one is worthy of There's this. There's no <laughs> way. Animal Well, I mean well. The, Animal the Well first, is gonna be his favorite. The first year was Goose Game? Yeah. Yeah. Goose Game and uh, uh Donkey. And um, yep. Diablo donkey. three, yeah, me- yeah. no donkey. <laughs> and you uh, doing that mi- motor, uh, the mountain bike yes. contest? Oh yeah, yes. and I beat the shit out of the thing. Yeah, messenger first. Messenger, first yeah. Year. We we downloaded Monster Hunter. Fuck it, <laughs> threw that away. One one, one game in the plane trip <laughs> in the plane. We still even got that the was the weekend of, of messenger. <laughs> Cat uh, uh, Gato Robato. If, the, the guy gave me his number. He's like, I can't do an interview right now. Here's my phone number. Text me sometime. I was like, the fuck? And you never did. You, I don't think so. I have it somewhere. That, that year, what would have won game of the year? I would say Messenger. I mean, damn, Goose Game is fucking up there, too. I say... <laughs> I think, like, Goose Game would... Oh, so, for best in show? Yes. Messenger. So I think Goose Game would win another award. For me, like, I, I think that's a, a strange thing, though, because, like, Messenger as a gamer, for me, is number one. But Goose Game is like a more accessible game. Like this more your, people. How think. are you viewing these awards that we're doing? Mm. Are you viewing it from your perspective? Or are you viewing mm. it from like a societal perspective? I mean, I had to be messenger because that was a weekend of messenger. <laughs> well, I feel like it's a more societal thing, though. But these are our awards. That's so how well, the way right. I'm viewing it is like that. You impressed me. Okay. Well, Not, now it's going to be us. Depending on which award. <laughs> then last you, you won the Hot Marm Award. You did something <laughs> risky. <laughs> last year, I don't know what I would put. WrestleQuest. <laughs> now, you played the demo and you were like, uh. No, I didn't play the demo. I waited for the demo. Oh, that was yeah, one of those right. where they didn't do the time demo. Yeah. I mean, if it was just a demo, I would probably do No Place for Bravery, but I don't, I didn't like the game okay. as a whole. But just that demo was cool. Okay. I like No Place for Bravery. I don't know if it was my favorite. Um, I like Demon School. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah, it definitely wasn't your favorite. I liked the the fights. I didn't care for the... Like, after I figured out how the fight stuff would work. I think that Wizard game was Ooh. one of the best. Oh. The party one that, that you guys... That would have been a multiplayer. That's that the one I had found trips. on my own. Yeah. And then and I like, invited... You, yeah, you guys are like, come <laughs> over here. And it was a lot of players. Yeah. At, um, I, yeah, at some point when I invited you guys... Ended up being a lot of players, and I was like, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, that was fun. Um, last year would have been, I think, I don't know if, it'd be between, uh, I'm blanking. The kaiju one? No, 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 no not no. the kaiju one. Um, oh, Rift. the fuck? Of the, the Necrodancer for us. Oh. Ne- which one? Rift of the Necrodancer. Oh. Maybe. That was good. I kind of, yeah. I feel like I liked... Lies of P more than you guys did. Okay. I know, kids. Oh, man, that demo was not doing it justice. I can tell you that much. I just like, 
I, I knew it was an early demo, so I kind of was like easier on like how the mechanics were, but I liked the world. I was like, it feels familiar while it kind of felt like its own thing. But I don't know if it was my favorite. So Here's a good question. Do games from previous year that are not released still get, like Rifted and Necrodancer is not going to come out? Or Tunic. Does it still <laughs> qualify for best of show? If it was at this, if, I guess, if it's yeah. there and you experienced it, I feel like if it's there and you get a chance to, if they don't have a demo, then I don't think you counter. I think it's like you come, you tried it, you're like, yeah, I, I liked what I saw. But I mean, we're going to try all demos. Imagine so, Silk yeah. Songs there. <laughs> the Dude. Song, the, the like, not even Dude, every other one. Like, here, here you go. Here's my, my award. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. No, they've already released it today. <laughs> they, they, they sent a tweet that didn't. I want them to just confirm that it's not coming out this year, but they're like, it's looking like it's going to be next year. Damn. And I was like, just confirm it so I can drop the game. This now. is two college buddies? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the one of them had a baby this year, but Damn. I don't. I don't know how big. I mean, dude, make it good. That's all I care. Yeah. But we're doing the we're doing our award stuff this year. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, they're gonna make f- like fat money. It's gonna be good. That's all I know. When they I can count out. on it to be good. It's <laughs> going. It's going to be good. I mean, if Armored Core is there, it could win. I don't. Because the thing is. With my experience with all Armored Core games, I love them. They don't get good reviews. They do not get good reviews. Do I have that game? Yes. <laughs> now Ruby it's going to get a good review. <laughs> I watch yeah, the next highest fucking Miyazaki. <laughs> Let's see. Starfield, 99. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, Starfield's not going to do good. It's too big of a game. It's not going to do good? It's not going to do good. It's because it's too big of a game. Yeah. I'd like it's to point out two other games that came out this year that were too big. It's going to do 79. I'm calling you right now. It's still positive. 79. I, I know. I want it to be positive, but it's not going to be anywhere near 84 points. Do you think it won't get better than 84 points? Yes. Do you think it'll get better than 84 points? I don't know. Like, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to do well, but it could not do well. I think the chance. one thing that I would count that would make it not do well is if it had... A cyberpunk glitchy launch. Mm. Like it's not even the game; it's just that the launch. I mean, it's a possibility. It's on Xbox. It's a possibility. Mm. <laughs> anyway, but so you're excited about the awards that we're gonna do? Okay. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I'll be more stoked if they like posted our thing. Yeah. It's like yes. yes. I I'm I want to go about it with the confidence that like. You may not know about us, but you should. And then people. And I'm not going to make a big deal. I was like, yeah, we're the so weekly you're DLC. The, you're going to wear the and, sunglasses. And then we have to do <laughs> this every year from this point on. No, no. What if we start to trend after that? Other kind of places. Funny. Kind of Funny's done it. Oh, but okay. they don't go. I don't think they go to conventions as often. They do stuff from their studio. So. And then they mail them out. Watch. We start. We start. Confidence. Just pretend like you're bigger than they are, and they're like, "Holy shit, dude!" He, they just, just be on the phone. It's just like, "What is the hell is this card?" This wait, sticker just card. Be on the phone. Wait, the last TikTok got ten thousand views. Oh, okay. wait, hold on, hold on. Monkey, <laughs> what? You want something from me? <laughs> yeah, Blizzard. Blizzard could be there. Mm-hmm. Overwatch three. <laughs> Diablo five. <laughs> Um, is there anything else you guys are excited about? Like, I, I don't know where else to take this. I feel like we can. I think it's things. just. I mean, for me, it's just the whole experience. I'm going to take time off work, 
you it's know, vacation. got a whole yes. weekend. We're gonna be in Seattle. I'm gonna get more walk Tetris. More walking in. Fuck. I'm gonna be walking everywhere. No Uber. Okay. You need to bring stuff in case something happens to your feet. <laughs> I do not want to sleep next to them. <laughs> I'm talking about what happened last year at Comic Con. Level yeah. up. Level up, yeah. Level up, yeah. Level No, I thought it happened at Comic Con too on the last day last year. I thought it did. Maybe no 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 no. That happened to me yeah. at Comic Con last year. I was like, ah. <laughs> And I like was covering it up and stuff. I mean, I had like things happen to my feet, but I didn't really care. I didn't complain about it. I, I don't. Know, I don't I know care. if they smelled though. I don't know. I'm telling you, as a friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, a lot of walking. I I feel like it'll be it'll be a mix because it's like we'll be in lines, and we're by the thing. It's not like we're walking to the place, but I the downtown area. I'm sure we'll walk around. Also, like the people. Are friendlier, yeah. Like it's not like a LA. LA's just like change. <laughs> like Indiana was the same way. I well, was besides, like talking to people. I was like, well, "Thank besides, you." Besides like, so nice. biscuit bitch, but then they're just trying. That's to their. Business. That's yeah. their thing. Yeah. yeah. Like dicks. No, dicks is Joe. Mm. Yeah, dicks is Joe. <laughs> it's 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 like I don't want to hype it because it is. It's like the best. Of a certain type of, but we wait, haven't Bill, done it, right? I mean, no. Bill, Bill okay, Gates okay. goes there, so. But it's like, it's it's like I'm comparing it to McDonald's. I know. I still but think it, of and it's uh, when you say it, I still think of like the Las Vegas version no. of Dick. So that's why this is literally like little McDouble's and confusing. cheeseburgers, but bone darker proves. So better than White Castle. Yeah, I would say it's better than White Castle. <laughs> yeah, White Castle sucks. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> shitty. <laughs> no, but it's like you're not gonna get the best, but you're like this is this is like. This was we paid four dollars for this. Fuck. Okay. Cool. Damn. Like that's how, that's the the way I would describe it without actually being able to describe. It. <laughs> I know there's a donut place. I forgot the name of it. It was on TikTok. Voodoo. No, they always Beechers. sell out. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> okay. So, so we have to go early for the donut shop. Well, I don't know if we're gonna go. <laughs> Biscuit bitches. I'm getting up early for and that breakfast spot. But online order biscuit bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that breakfast spot. I just want. I just want to go once. I mean, we can go more, but I just want to go once. Same. I'm good with that. <clears throat> I like. I'm not. Seattle's got good food, but I'm not like. I have to do. I have to go through X Y Z hoops to get it. Like those two spots, we know how to do it in an efficient way. I'm sure it'll still be a wait even for biscuit bitch, probably. But it's like okay, cool. I got the. That's the other thing. Because we're so close and because we have all those days, there it offers less – it allows for less urgency. You're like, we're losing time. I got barely a day in today. Like, I don't feel that urgency. I'm like, I'll, I'm going to see everything at least once. So, Or so I think. Maybe it will prove me wrong. It's in two convention centers. This is, That's the other thing I'm excited about. Hmm. It's in the new convention center, the old convention center, and our hotel with the panel rooms and stuff. That Dark Souls one's gonna be interesting. So they die in the first five minutes. <laughs> if they offer anything to be like, hey, does any audience member think they can do better? Would you go up? I don't know. No, I haven't had any practice with that shit. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's Dark Souls one three is a little. I haven't played it. It's different. If it's two, no. Do do dookie. Okay, cool. Well, there's packs. It's gonna be coming up very soon. 
Very, very soon. Excited. Hurry up. Two weeks. Hurry. Two weeks. Two weeks. Hey, do you guys have any final thoughts before we close out? Uh, just a question. Are we recording next week, too? Yes. Okay. We'll have one next week. Are we recording over there? No. <laughs> I'm, packing light. I'm taking your advice yeah. and packing light. So yeah. that, that week is going to be no re- recording? Uh, yeah, probably not. Okay. We'll do... Are we going to do the Monday before that weekend? Or the Tuesday before that weekend? I don't know if I can't. No, not Tuesday, no. No. So then that whole so just, week is not... Oh, so Tuesday, this next week we'll do. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about when we get back to. Okay. I, I, so next episode, just talk about not having an episode for the following one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it next. This is going to be mind. tough. I kind of want to pull the press card. I know we don't have press badges, but cut in line. Because like, I, I think back to my friend is Pedro. That time we were trying to play it, and we had to wait in line. And, but now we kind of have a purpose. I mean, it sounds messed up, but it's happened to me, man. People from press have cut in front of me. I feel like it depends on how you approach it. Much like a Baldur's Gate game. If you're like, hey, can I talk to the developer? Like, mm-hmm. don't, I, don't, I feel like if you wanted to, to swing that angle... It's not so much, hey, I'm press, let me go try the game. It'd mm-hmm. be more, hey, I'm press, I'd like to talk to the developer about this game. Okay, cool. Step aside, talk to the developer, uh, talk to him, get engaged. Mm-hmm. I'd love to try your game. Is there a time I could get an appointment or can we talk? Correct. has got it that down. Part, that part. He's got it down already, dude. That part. Then it's like, oh, yeah, let's let's figure out a time it works. And then it may not be then, but it'll be like, yeah, uh, come back at 2. I'll, I'll have someone okay. Untitled Goose Game Secret Room And then you can come back at two And he's you know Talking to someone else And he's ignoring the shit at you and <laughs> <laughs> Or you go to the Hollow Knight people And like oh let me show you This level It's two nipples <laughs> we, made, we made this for you Yeah I mean worst thing they say is No you know We were tight Whatever It's like oh cool I understand It's like what? If, and then the way I swing it too And this happened with uh, And the, they're great folks to work with It's like Can I give you my contact info Maybe we could figure out Another time where you could de- Provide me like a, a review code Or a demo or something or, And I can like Get a chance to like Really delve into it and stuff Even though it won't be there I feel like It, it kind of I don't know if that Exactly hits what you want I think the appointment does But I feel like the consolation is Now I'm starting a conversation with them and they could turn into like, oh, if they like this back and forth, I could do more stuff with them, are which the, is cool. Are the Xenotail guys going to be there? Uh, no, they're oh, not. They're, they're, I was talking to them like, okay, so that was the, that's a great thing to mention. So we have an interview that should be before this episode, actually, like the Twitch folks will see, but uh, the podcast folks, it should be out by then. But there was an interview with Xenotel. Oh, we got some chatbot followers. Convertible TH. Thank you for the for chiming in. Love the new chats and the follows. <laughs> um, but uh, the Xenotel folks that they, they've made Demon Tilt, their pinball, like kind of crazy shmup style game. Really cool stuff. We met at Level Up Expo earlier in the year. Um, we I did an interview with them for the for for the show. And they were talking about their game. I got a chance to ask about the development process and stuff. It's coming out on the 18th. So this weekend it's coming out um, on Steam and uh, everything. It'll be in early access, but it's fully, like, I've tried it out and stuff. It's fully 
works and lo- and like the music is amazing like mm-hmm. it reminded me of the messenger and that it was very much like that period of time that stylings and stuff and for the folks that are just listening it would have already been out by the time this episode's out yeah that's what yeah so that st- on stream this it won't be out yet right on podcast this it'll Cause, be because right both now you, the interview and the game will be out you just said this weekend but when they're hearing this weekend would be the, the next. 18th <laughs> on August 18th, the game will be in, in uh, early access available. Um, it was super cool, uh, but the interview comes out, and then I was asked, one of the questions I asked, I'll give you a little snippet, was I was like, what's next for you guys? Why are you guys like working on additional content for it, doing new things? And they're like, we'll probably be, because it'll be in early access, be kind of keeping close to like what happens at launch, all that stuff. So they were like, we're just going to be focused on that. And they're not going to be going much of any kind of roadshow. They've been like head down since level up to try to get it out for a release. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want to get it to like consoles, I believe, hopefully by the end of the year as well. So, but they're there. I was asking him like what games they're playing. And he was talking about Breath of, uh, not Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. So I was like, cool. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but yeah, where can people find you guys? Uh, they can find me at Cold Marmalade, all social media. You can find me at PAX right now. My mind. At the last bosses everywhere. Soon to be physically. And painting. And emotionally. (laughs) And maybe with some more. We'll we'll bring maybe pack some of these. (laughs) In the hotel. Uh, You can find me at Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the Week of DLC. Thank you for timing in for this episode at 322. And until next time, we'll. DLC. You later. Boing.